Yeah, do we have a topic tonight? Wrong. You're listening to Time to Lean and Here's a Song with your hosts, John and Phil. Thank you. So I, I did, I did, uh, so I go to the Muddy Pig sometimes. So this isn't a topic suggestion. What's the Muddy Pig? The Muddy Pig is a pub, I guess you'd say, in St. Paul. It's kind of a neighborhood place, and I like to go there every now and then. And they have a good uh, a good beer selection, and they also have Whiskey Wednesdays. So maybe we, you and I can maybe we'll do a live podcast there from some <laughs> on a Whiskey Wednesday. I tried a couple different beers there uh, this time, and I actually wrote them down. <laughs> but uh, the one I had was Odell Saint Saint Lupulin, Lupulin, Lupulin. Let's say Lupulin. And which is evidently the name of the hop resin. And uh, so they actually just use the resin somehow in this process. And it, it's... Yeah, uh, that's what I put on my baseball. Uh, no, that's some... rosin. Sorry. <laughs> you should get some lupulin rosin. Made out of uh, hemp. Extra sticky. <laughs> that wouldn't be good for playing the bass. No. Oh, you could play that one note really good. But uh, this Odell... And uh, they're from Fort Collins. This is a dry hop DPA. It was, of course, a little more resiny. And it was uh, it's one of their su- uh, summer seasonal beers. It's, it's uh, clean, clean and crisp. And uh, it's a more of a, I thought of it more of as a pine, a, a hint of a pine um, flavor instead of more of the citrus. Yeah, know, not, not so, so much grapefruit. No, that some yeah. of the, some of the. Some of the hoppy ones can get that situation. I think it's really funny that I, I don't really like hoppy beer, but I love grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conundrum. <laughs> there, there are some. In, do, do you ever get that uh, grapefruit liqueur, that um, Apernol or Aperol? Or, oh, I've never tried it, actually. I've Aper's seen it. Aper. Yeah, well, I think you need that. And I got that because I needed it in a. I forgot the name of the drink. Kazarak. Salzerac. A Salzerac? Yeah. Phil could mean Campari in a Negroni. That's that's a drink. That's a famous drink, yes. And I think it was in that one with uh, old vermouth and gin or something. Anyway, and it's, some it's, bitters. It's pronounced gin. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> or j- jod damn it. <laughs> listen, uh, God. Listen, God. I have to have a word with you. No. The other one I had there was... Uh, uh, recently was a Modest Supra Deluxe, which is from Minneapolis, the Modest Brewery. Um, and it is an American-Japanese-style lager. How about that? So it's a combination of Sapporo and Coors? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe better than Coors. Yeah. But it's got it's got rice and Pilsner malt, and it's hopped with a Japanese Sariachi Ace hops. There wow. you go. That that's that, That's really great. Sounds that's like my, a fun place to hang out. They should sponsor us. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll have to tag them. <laughs> we don't. We don't. They're on uh, Instagram. We're not. We're not on Instagram yet. That, that, yet. We, we were going to try to do a Twitter, but we don't know what a Twitter butt is. But the Twitter account for Time to Lean is at Time to Lean. The number two. Time the number two lean. Thank you. We haven't. Come oh, up with it. We're, we'll do. We'll have a Twitter account up soon. I just have to decide on a good name. 
we we haven't uh yeah we haven't thought there's another podcast actually called ttl or stands for time to lean i don't know what theirs is because it's about video games uh time to lose lose yeah (laughs) they're really bad video game players time time to to lose time to lose all your quarters Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll post that on the Facebook page <laughs> if people want to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> another another uh, another potential topic would be the halcyon days of the arcade wars in Rapid City. Do you remember those video arcades? Rapid City used to have several of them, at least. Um, why don't you tell me the ones you're thinking of? But first, a word from our sponsor tonight, Sizzle and Oat Bran with shiny pumice granules. Hey kids, you can actually watch it digest in your stomach from outside. We know it's good because we tested it on monkeys. But don't take our word for it. Dr. Mink Patterson, noted nutritionist, says not one monkey died. Belinda Macknink of Trumbleton, Pennsylvania adds, it's sizzling bubbles reach those hard-to-reach places in my small intestine. Sizzle and Oat Bran. God damn, that's good. Hello. Hello. How low can you go? I'm already there. I've been there for weeks. Hi. We're back. So, uh, oh yeah, it was the 80s. I don't know what years that was, the great uh, arcade wars of Rapid City. The, the was first that about arc- our, our junior high years? Was that is that about right or the, slightly yeah. before that? Early 80s? Well, wait, no, because I could drive, I think. No, I well, yeah, but in South Dakota you could drive when you were fourteen. So, so maybe, yeah, okay, early eighties though. I don't know what year, but yeah. So I I remember the first what what was the first arcade you remember going to in Rapid City? The the video games, probably the Rushmore Mall. I don't know if it was that one or not. Um, the first one I remember was it was about a block from my parents' house. On Mount Rushmore Road, or 8th Street, as we insiders used to call it. You know where Boyd's Liquor is, right? On Rushmore Road. I don't think I ever went to that arcade. So okay. there, was a, there was an arcade there? Well, so before that, it's it, the building's been since demolished and rebuilt. But um, before that, there was this, it was almost a shack. <laughs> um, when it first went up, when I was really young, it was a Mexican restaurant. Right. Like Like a... Poor man's Taco John's or something. <laughs> well, there you, you know, go. For all I know, maybe it was amazing, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it lasted that long. And it's hard to compete with Taco John's. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have a separate show just on that, <laughs> and they should sponsor us. Well, we, we need a sponsor. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Keep listening, people, so we can <laughs> yeah. sell out. <laughs> um, this place went under, or they changed the business. And it became an arcade. It was a Mexican arcade. <laughs> it may have been Mexican. <laughs> so they, they'd it's give you they'd give you like free tequila drinks while you were playing the <laughs> slots. Slots. <laughs> Not that kind of arcade, Phil. You know, it it was kind of like gambling for some of those kids. But no, oh, I don't. Yeah. I, but that was I the don't... first one I remember going to because it was right next to our house. I don't know how many years it was open, and then of course it became. A liquor store. I think you know I think that kind the, of thing. I think the first place I played video games probably pop probably was at the Rushmore Mall, but they didn't. I don't think they ever got into the uh, the token wars 
Because yeah, so that, that leads us up to that. I, I now you're thinking of the ones on uh, East North Street. Yeah. Oh. Okay, before, uh, well, no. There, before, there were some. Before you start, um, what is the deal with who who named it East North Street? <laughs> Southwest Street. You know, it was uh, Oliver East North. Bad, bad idea. <laughs> anyway, you, go ahead and tell me the one you're thinking of. Is there a West North Street? <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't think there is. I think it's that why isn't one it just strip. North Street? And then it goes down the hill, and then it becomes another street, right? But it's not North Street. You, you know, it's it's like it starts, but down by what used to be the Prairie Markets, and <laughs> and goes up the hill, and you have all the the crappy motels and you know I Kmart go, at the end. I didn't go. Uh, I didn't go to the arcades there so much. I went to the more towards. I guess past the gap, as they say. So I know the was, one. I know. I know the one you're talking about. Go there ahead. There was more. There was more. Uh, there was Western. So there was a gas station. One of the places I went to was a gas station, and it had this back room. And I don't know how I ever found out about it, or I don't know. There were a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah, there, I, so I do remember going there. Yeah, go ahead. But so they, you know, they'd have like oh, ten tokens for a dollar or something. And then I found out there was a more closer to the Taco John's. There was that two or three story building, and you'd go upstairs there, and they had a lot more games. And then they maybe they would say, "Okay, well, twenty tokens for a dollar." I don't know how high it got, but it was. I remember one summer it was getting, you know, thirty tokens for a dollar or something. You could that's you could play amazing. you could play for hours. That now that's a race to the bottom. <laughs> and they both went out of business. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I remember that place. I don't remember the one up up the hill though. It's funny. The the one by the Taco John's? Thing? Yeah, in the Pizza Hut, across from the National Guard Armory. Or yeah, not Armory, yeah. but camp. <laughs> well, yeah, they liked to camp there. They had the the bonfires. Yes. And they made s'mores. That it's no t- t- tanks on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> token warfare <laughs> so was there an east north version of the war mm. the war going on i, think I don't Chris... i don't think they had a war but it was another one of these ones that for a few years they they had a ton of games and it seemed like they gave you way more than four for a dollar and that, that one, one was i want to say long's pit stop it was in a gas oh. station also it's okay. kind of near in the. It's like halfway between the top of the hill and Kmart. Yeah, I don't know why I gravitated towards the the western ones, but more. But I think I probably checked that one out. Oh, somewhere. I remember riding my bike over to the West Side one though. For a while there, though, you there were video games that uh, everywhere. Like I remember, I remember going up to a gas station, sort of halfway between my house and your house before I even knew you, across mm-hmm. from the dry cleaners and the drive-through dentist. And uh, <laughs> yes, I know that one. <laughs> and they had, they'd have a couple video games there that I'd go to. Well, even right next door to my old grade school, <laughs> Mini Mart, <laughs> oh, they yeah. they often had a, at least two video game cabinets. Sure. My my younger brother and I would sneak over there and and play Venture or oh, one of those oh other, Venture, yeah. Which uh, that's a game that doesn't hold up, but. <laughs> We play all, a lot of classics, and and they're they're famous one that my my parents would like to tell about us. Where, and maybe it was just me. Maybe Rob was there too. I can't remember, but I'll I'll take credit for it. I guess. And we we had this. We had a dog, and I was supposed to walk the dog. 
instead of walking the poor dog, I went over to Mini Mart and tied the dog up outside and played <laughs> video games. And they were like, "Wow, that's a really long walk." And and one at one the, somehow they figured it out. And Sandy was that yeah. Sandy? Sandy yeah. the golden retriever, the most unoriginally named dog ever. Oh, what a what a but what a she sweetheart! Was a, she was a nice nice dumb golden retriever, which maybe is an oxymoron, but a sweet sweet dog. Yeah, she was great. I got her 10 years old. She was brought home. When you were 10, not when uh-huh. she was 10. Nope, she was a puppy. <laughs> and like every every almost every other family, the the kid is given the dog and the mom has to do all the work. <laughs> okay, we'll get you a dog, but you have to take care of yeah, it. Yeah, you you take it, you you train train the dog. Uh, housebreaking, all that stuff, and I don't sure. think I did much of any of it. No, I. When when has any kid ever they they use that? Oh yeah, I'll take care of it. You know, yeah, it's a cla- classic thing, <laughs> and, and parents still fall for it. <laughs> well, I think sometimes they kind of want a dog too, but I I'm more of a cat person. But you know, there's there's another reason we're different. But you have a cat now, Smokey. Right. No, uh, Ash. <laughs> Smokey. Yeah, he's really a bear. <laughs> yeah, his name is Ash. He's a oh yeah, mi- middle aged, lazy, do for nothing cat. And and you guys uh, found him in an oak barrel. He he he's been seasoned <laughs> for ten years by the sea. Yes, <laughs> he was very expensive. Oh no, he's a good cat. He, the mo- the least amount of work a cat can be. He can wipe his own butt. <laughs> Well, uh, that, that's one thing about cats that can't clean themselves. I'm like, I don't get it. No, no. You need the, the standard issue cats who, who can groom themselves and don't need to go to a hair salon. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's just not, not right. Get a perm. They, they, they get crazy amounts of hair overgrown and you have to go have them Oh, trim. right, right. Right. Because no, no, for I've a never... while we had a Persian and boy, that was pain in the butt. I've never, uh, I've never had a cat like that. Don't cat, get one. Cat, cats are not supposed to be that much work. Apo- apologies to anybody who loves Persians or whatever. Some, there, there's a little family of flat-faced cats. Well, yeah. I mean, or, or, or Persians in general. We're, we're, not, we're not trying to speak against Persians. Persian people. I, I would never do that. I don't know any. I once had a Persian rug. It, did it tie the room together, Phil? <laughs> well, we're really tying one on tonight. Cla- classic line from the Big Lebowski. Oh, the rug. He pissed. He pe- he he peed on your rug, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you apparently need to see it a few more times. A classic classic movie. It gets better every time you watch it. Oh, I I've definitely seen it. I haven't for a while though. I should watch that again. It's worth it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I don't know. Can kids watch that? well maybe your kids can i don't know well i wouldn't do that i don't know i think they'll be fine (laughs) hey we grew up on some weird stuff i mean if you go back if you go back and look at some of those warner brother cartoons oh they're pretty twisted (laughs) i mean look uh so this this hunter guy you know this rabbit all he does is put some lipstick on and a wig Mm mm-hmm and the hunter just completely falls in love for this this rabbit. I mean, that's weird. They're really starved for attention. Yeah, Elmer Fudd was. 
Well, he's out in the woods. Cross-dressing rabbit. Yeah, he's out in the woods a lot. I don't think (laughs) on the woods. (laughs) You get tired of ducks. No, I. But Daffy Duck, he'd never cross-dress. No, no, that was definitely a Bugs Bunny thing, wasn't it? But he pulled it off. Do do kids watch Looney Tunes anymore, or is it kind of died out? I don't know if they have access. Now, of course, my kids had access to them, but um, I I don't think. uh, I wonder. I wonder. But but you know what? Uh, from the kids that I have uh, shown the, uh, these com or these cartoons to, they still hold up. They're they're really funny. Some of them get a little slow in in parts that I didn't remember. But I mean, overall, and the music that uh, what was that Carl Stalling or whatever? Yes, yes. The oh God, he was doing such such clever stuff with the soundtracks on those things, and the directors and the animation and everything, and all the jokes and oh my God. They're but amazing. They, yeah. They they did have their uh World War II propaganda years, which probably should be ignored, but <laughs> they're they're interesting to watch as as adults, but yeah, they, <laughs> they need a lot of disclaimers. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a historical thing. I'm not saying they should be erased from the face of the earth. I think that I, I don't I No, well to... Disney put them out. Not not, not uh, Disney did, but uh they, cause they had their own I'm speaking out of turn. The Warner ones may have been put out, I forget, but yeah, I, I have this DVD of uh, the World War II Disney cartoons. While well, they did their own propaganda movies. Yeah, they they are definitely made for the war and Pluto so, enlists in the army and stuff like that. And Don, Donald Duck gets drafted. <laughs> you mean Goofy? Pluto no, did. no, Pluto no. There's did? one called There's one called Private Pluto. Oh well, he was like a and, yeah, he, he, or he still doesn't talk, but you know he 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 has a little toy gun and stuff. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't make sense. I thought mm-hmm. maybe he'd be like a war dog, like Rin Tin Tin or something. Wasn't Rin Tin Tin like no. a... Wait a minute. That was a German Shepherd. Oh, see, so maybe he was actually a Nazi. Was Rin Tin Tin a Nazi? A German Shepherd? Yeah. <laughs> no. Not the all Donald, Germans are Nazis. The Donald Duck one is the famous one where <laughs> Der Fuhrer's face, the song, was first used. Uh, the Spike Jones song. Spike Jones. I almost said uh, Stan Freeberg. No, Spike Jones did did the song for that. Is it I his song? I, I, I think it was done before the cartoon was made, but they used it in the cartoon. But it was Spike Jones' song. It's the same song. Okay, all right. Same record. He he, he wasn't covering something from a Disney movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure it was done first. No, that's clearly something he would have done. No, but nobody. You can't. <laughs> Wait, let's do a Spike Jones cover. <laughs> we never discuss topics or what we're going to talk about was there anything on your mind yeah no i i you know i shouldn't watch the news and stuff before we record and i I try not to talk about it on here but no no and i don't want to because (laughs) don't doesn't everybody have enough of that as it is but oh my god you just get this i I just sigh all the time and think nothing's going to change and it's all pointless but but it's not, so <laughs> I guess. I, no. I, I, the one thing I was thinking about today is I, I just find it very hard to believe that the white supremacists out there uh, were as traumatized by having an African American in the White House as most liberals are about having Donald Trump in the White House, and they reacted. You know, they elected Donald Trump. Or not, it wasn't just them, Them, of course, but um, part of it was a reaction to 
Obama, even though he really couldn't do much because Congress wouldn't let him, but whatever. We're getting into politics. So now I'm wondering, so is the pendulum going to swing even even really further, like a really left wackadoodle or what, you know, who's coming up? I, uh, Chris well, that's Matthews. the thing. We, we don't really know. I want Chris <laughs> Matthews. No, he's too old. But he does have I don't, I don't think he's older balls. than Trump is, though. <laughs> that shouldn't be a guideline. No, no. <laughs> I, I heard that Bernie Sanders is going to run again. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Bernie bros. Hey, you know what? I like the guy, but I, I wouldn't vote for him again. I mean, well, I want somebody new. Yeah, they need to find somebody new. I, I voted for him at some point. I don't think this is a place we need to get into politics really well well here's another thing though we can because we talk about the past but who was the first person you ever voted for well that's easy that was michael dukakis (laughs) you know who i voted for jesse jackson oh (laughs) i think i was one of only three people in south dakota that voted for jesse jackson (laughs) well he used to to yell out uh less money for arms more money for farms john's impersonation of john f kennedy impersonating jesse jackson was brought to you by ramco looks like you need a pipeline no i don't know i I can't remember what he said he he said it better but (laughs) (laughs) But, hopefully he wouldn't have gotten very far if he sounded like that i you know what and he was one he was one of the only presidential candidates that went to pine ridge and you know i i don't know I was young. Oh, so that was um, eighty six. Was what that was he was he on the ballot in eighty six? I'm trying to remember the first year I voted because that president. was the first year Wasn't I, I voted. No, eighty eight. Sorry, I, I'm I'm a couple of years off. Eighty eight was the year Dukakis ran as the Democrat because that was the end of the um, uh, Reagan administration. Did Jesse Jackson also run that year? It must have been the same year. Maybe he ran as an independent or or something. Well, it was, it, I voted for him in a primary. Oh, see, yeah, yeah I, I definitely didn't vote the primary. Oh, see, no, I I was going to vote. I had to sign up for the selective service, so I better vote. I don't know. I was really, I was really excited about voting. Yeah, I remember. I remember vividly going going to a Wilson school, and I pulled oh. a lever because they still had those old machines. Oh, you had to go behind the little curtain thing. The curtains, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd pull the pull the levers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's no, a long none, none, lever. Of this, none of this paper stuff. Or push button <laughs> things that are controlled by the Ruskies. No, this this was uh no, I went to South Junior High, but that was the same experience, you know. Yeah. I don't think there were a lot of people in line. I don't think Maybe they should wait. bring those back. They can't hack into those things. <laughs> well, no, I, but but do you remember that he, he, they go behind the curtain? So you pull that shut or something, mm-hmm. and then you went and pulled this huge crank. But it was this was a big machine, though. It seemed like to me in my memory. Yeah, and I, I seem to remember seeing these big machines because they kept them at the school. And when I was much younger, I would remember seeing these things. And years later, I I knew what they were for. And you would hack them. Oh, remember the yeah. voting voting token wars where you could put twenty <laughs> tokens in and get five votes. Five votes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd go to Wilson and you could get you know thirty tokens. And, and, and when you're supposed to be walking your dog, <laughs> walk the dog. Did your did your dad have a different name for Sandy? He came up with different names no, for everything, but not, not but not give usually funny animals names or to the animals though. But not animals or people. His his favorite animal was Sam though. Oh, good old Sam! The, the, the little wire haired dachshund that my parents had when I was 
out just out of college years. Uh, you were out of the house. You, they kicked, yeah. kicked, kicked out of the nest. I remember uh, Sam. They, they loved him. But my, my, my dad just really bonded with him. <laughs> Sam was a good dog, too. Yeah, yeah, he was. And you could, you know. And very throw, smart. Throw him like a football, too. He was really lightweight. And, no, we never. No, the best. And again, <laughs> don't want to turn this into Jack Knowles Theater here. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was an icon, So too. he used to build and rebuild his backyard deck and. <laughs> it was built on a hill, so they had to put up some kind of a, a barrier so that stuff wouldn't get get in the, the little area underneath. Right. And one one day I was there and he was he had been working on it and he didn't want <laughs> Sam to get back there and get right. stuck or something. And he came out and told me he had measured the width of Sam's skull <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he, he spaced the, the wooden <laughs> beams or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's the most bizarre thing. Like, what are you talking about? What? That's totally your dad. Yeah, that was that was one of his. He, he was another many Rap- retirement projects. He was yeah. another Rapid City icon. We could talk about him for a long time. Yeah, we've talked about a, a wide range of exciting. This topics. has been a different episode than the previous ones. So, I guess. What do you mean? I, I, I feel like more we, rambling. We were a little more thoughtful. Well, I've been in kind of a thoughtful sadder mood but wiser girl for me. <laughs> I, I've been I've been in a kind of an introspective sort of mood over the I don't know it, it's, it's just been a kind of a weird weird week, but uh, but that's okay. You know, it is. we'll we'll mix it up a little bit. Good night, Phil. Good night, John. Uh, uh... Next week on Time to Lean, and here's a song. How you doing, Phil? I'm a little out of it. I don't know. I don't want to get too... I try to keep things pretty light on here, but I I just... You know, we just heard about Anthony Bourdain's suicide and... Uh, yeah, yeah, right right after Kate Spade. I didn't even know who that was. I know my, now. My wife really like, likes her stuff, like her watches and things like that. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain, he was... Uh, I stopped watching his show for a while because I just, he's kind of one of those people that, personalities that you feel like you kind of know them even though you don't really. And they, they transfer a lot of themselves onto the screen or something and you can associate with them or something. And uh, over the years, he got a little bit, you know, lighter and a little less acerbic or something, but he still had that edge and stuff. But you always had the kind of feeling that he was... Uh, he he just wasn't quite satisfied with everything and like maybe he felt guilty about his success or he felt kind of stuck or something. And I stopped watching, I stopped watching the show for a while. Cause I, I mean, I don't even know the guy, but I was like a little worried about him, I guess. But really interesting. I, I got to admit that, uh, I, let's see, I read his famous book, kitchen confidential, which I have never read. Um, which I highly recommend. It's, it's really fascinating book. And yeah, that's what well, really got was- him on the map. It's groundbreaking. Um, and I, I read that, and I, I, of course, I've seen him on TV. I maybe very occasionally caught his TV show, and that, that's the one where they just he tra- travels around to all these countries and eats the local food. Yeah, things like to that. People. Yeah, 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 where he eats lots of weird stuff. <laughs> well, not too weird. He's not like the other guy, the the bald guy, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Minnesota, I think. 
I can't remember his name, but he's bald. Louis, that's Louis Anderson. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> that was why a different do, episode. Why doesn't Why doesn't he have his own uh, travel cooking show? Uh, now we're gonna go eat some Letterfest. Hot fit, hot dish, confidential. I obviously you were a little more in tune with his per- persona. Well, it's just always you know you you. I never knew if it was kind of his shtick a little bit. You know, he's playing it up, but evidently he was. He he did have. Um, was struggling with some stuff. I know he he struggled with, uh, you know, I think heroin addiction. He got over that and quit smoking and and that kind of thing. But I don't know. But anyway, wow, that's, wow, that, uh, that's that's really sad though. Yeah. Then other than that, I. Uh, How was the play, I, Mrs. Lincoln? I probably I probably got a couple hours sleep and hey, I'm ready. See, How about you? See, even better. I'm I'm good. So. It's it's a little different day. I did not work today, which has so far not been the case in our other recordings. So I like usually in the other times I've come home from work and we've done our done our recording. Today I had the day off. Yeah, me too. And I'm not in the kitchen. <laughs> That's why you so, sound so different. There, yeah, there's no echo. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm actually down down in the lower office where I usually record all the Star Trek podcasts. Well, anyway, it sounds quite a bit different. You might have to go back to the kitchen. It's throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe but, people will miss the, <laughs> the, the, the slight echo that we came can off add, the other one. We'll add some echo on your track. Yeah, but I, I do have my beverage. So, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking the the time to lime again. But what are you time drinking? time to lime? Okay, I <laughs> mixed it up a little bit. So this time I'm drinking rum and tonic. A rum and tonic. A rum and tonic, which uh, a friend of mine suggested. I'd never tried that combination. What do you think? I, I like it. It's it's a little different. It adds, adds some more depth than uh, vodka or gin and tonic does. Interesting. Um, I'm using a, a uh, oh, this Nicaraguan. It's probably a, a medium rum. It's not a super dark one, but it's not a white rum either. Golden. It's a golden, yeah. A golden so retriever. It, it's about an eight, a four-year aged, or so. It's it's a nice. Uh, I would call it a moderate, moderate rum. Still a little lime juice in there. I didn't put any lime juice in it. So time. you don't you don't need it that way, maybe. Well, I, I'm ch- now I'm cheating a little bit because I'm not just doing a straight up tonic water. I'm also using this elderflower tonic. Ah, okay. Which I'm kind of a fan of actually. It's it's good. I I haven't had elderflower tonic, but I've had you know I put a little uh, elderflower liqueur. I can't mm. remember the name the name of that. Uh, Edelweiss. No, I don't know what the name of the Edelweiss. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the liqueur is, but sometimes you can put that in uh, you know a gin drink or something. A gin a gin gin and tonic with a little of that maybe. This this tonic is really good. It's one of those Fever Tree brand. Uh, yeah, ones. I haven't uh, I haven't tried. They make. Uh, let's see what else they make. Uh, they make a few other mixers. They I do. Yeah, they do a ginger beer, <clears throat> a, a standard tonic. One thing I like about their regular tonic is it's got a little more bite to it than the standard Canada Canada Dry or Schweppes. Schweppes. Um, or Scotch Buy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Scotch by soda water. I don't know. You can't so, I soda water. I just I can't. I just can't unless I really need it. I can't justify buying it because it's it's just carbonated water, man. Oh, I know. I drink I drink a lot of it. But do, do you have one of those uh, soda maker things still? I we have a soda stream, yeah, which is a great way to make 
club soda. Well, I go through so many bottles of club soda lately. I might as well get oh, one of those. Oh, you should get one because <laughs> even if you never make actual pop, yeah, pop or soda. We'll have to get back to that. Um, oh. It's a debate that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> so, soda pop, as we used Sody to say. Soda pop. No, it makes good good soda because you can control how much carbonation you put in. So if you like it a lot more carbonated than the standard types, you can do that. So basically you just, uh, there's like a CO2 tank Mm -hmm. that you can buy from somewhere online or something or what? Yeah. Well, you get one with the machine and And it lasts a while. They last a long time. And then when it's empty, you, uh, at least this is what I do. I take it to target their customer service desk, uh, swaps it out for one uh, one that's full, oh, kind of like okay. kind of like a propane tank exchange, if you will. <laughs> oh, strange! And they, then they 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 reuse it, and somebody else gets gets it. And they just take care of that at the front desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have a. I, I think a lot of the stores do that, but you reuse the tanks because it's a nice steel. Oh yeah, CO two yeah. tank. You could throw it at people. It's yeah, they're they're pretty substantial. <laughs> And yeah, that's so. Uh, it's Soda Stream is not the only one out there, of course, but that's probably the most well known. Uh, we got this years ago for Spencer because he loves soda so much. Root beer. He's a root beer fiend. Um, and you know, after the novelty wore off, he kind of got tired of making it. So it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who ever uses it, and I have to kind of remember it's there. Yeah. It's almost in the same category as those bread makers and other now, that's household I, appliances that most people don't use, and it ends up at a rubbish sale. I was I was afraid it would be something like that, so I never got one. But I mm-hmm. now that I'm drinking so much more club soda, that <laughs> oh, if you actually buy club soda, you should do this because, and usually I think I would do it in a one liter reusable bottle, and the bottles keep their carbonation pretty well long enough to go through a liter at least that's not that much yeah and then you just do that keep it in the fridge and oh. i think i think it's great for that i don't know how great the actual soda the flavorings and stuff are most of the ones i tried were just a little bit inferior to the stuff they were trying to imitate dr pepper now there's another subject uh sodas and soda pops and and yeah, uh, but the, the old all the Dr Pepper variants that we used to drink the yeah. Skipper Safeway's brand was oh Skipper. Oh my god! Speaking of Safeway, yeah, the, the Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about Skipper. Skipper oh, was Skipper was okay. Yeah, it's no I, Mr Pib. It's no, or, or today it's just Pib. Oh, uh, wasn't there a Pib Extreme or Pib X or something for a while? I think they just put a different Pib, name on it. I don't think Pib, it ever changed. Pib Extra. Extra. Well, but or now, or my old favorite, Mr. Green. Oh, Mr. Green. Do you remember Mr. Green? I, I bet nobody listening does. Shall I, I describe it? it? I'm, I may be confusing it with Surge. Oh, yeah, different deal. Yeah, they're both green, but taste different. Not to be confused with Mr. Surge, which was available in various flesh tones. I'm trying to remember Mr. Green. Okay, Mr. Green was this very short-lived pop. I want to say it was early 2000s or so. I'm that, sure I had d- it. Now, do you remember, to back it up, do you remember this brand of, of 
beverage called Sobe. Yeah. S-O-B-E. Not to be confused with S-O-B, the soda that came out in conjunction with the Blake Edwards movie of the same name, which tasted like Julie Andrews. Yeah, that's not around lizard, anymore. Had lizard logo. I don't actually, oh, yeah, no, I think I, they might be still around. Yeah. I drank some of that, sure. Yeah, at some point, I think they started out as a weird independent making goofy drinks and stuff. Yeah. And then I think Pepsi or somebody bought them out and they they thought they would try making a, a pop. Because yeah. most of their other stuff were, <clears throat> I don't know, ginseng, fruit, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, whatever. sure. But Tea so or something. They came up with this soda called Mr. Green. And <laughs> it was this dark green colored pop. But it tasted like Dr. Pepper, except it had extra caffeine and ginseng in it. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Well, what is Surge? Cause, so cause Sur- I, Surge was I, this more I, I just, Mountain Dew-like I, thing. I just saw a Surge in uh, in the store the other day. They're, maybe they're make, trying it, to make it, a comeback. It was brought back, yeah. I, Surge was another one that about the time, same time period. And what was uh, it, it was another Mountain Dew competitor. So Mountain Dew. Did it have cherry in it? I don't know. I think it was it was that same citrusy super sugary oh. super caffeinated thing sure all right uh-huh. well what was the other oh jolt that was the other jolt soda was, <laughs> jolt was was actually cola though and that was uh like twice the caffeine or something all, the logo was all the sugar double the caffeine or twice the caffeine <laughs> jolt so around here if people are in the twin cities area there's a blue soda company or something like that i think it's called or blue moon or blue something soda company i should have looked it up but anyway it's uh, i won't take time now to do it uh i think it's blue soda company and it, it's um they have like i don't know how many different kinds of sodas there and so they they have them by category so there's a whole section of dr pepper uh variations and uh from around the world and uh or uh, the country at least <laughs> maybe not around the world but they do they they do get some from other places too they make their own their own sodas too there they have a little uh bottling uh machine i guess a bottler oh that's kind of cool yeah I, evidently they use like really old uh coke bottles or something and then re, re uh recap them and you can get some kind of you know deposit back when you bring them in or something it's a little too far for me to go very often but they and then they have a section of really, really odd sodas, like, uh, you know, I don't know, booger flavored or whatever, but. <laughs> booger flavor. Well, it, 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 that's like those Jones sodas that had like a turkey dinner flavored oh, yeah. soda. And... They probably had those. So why not booger flavored? No, I don't think it was booger, but <laughs> I'm getting confused with those weird uh, jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Well, I need, I need right. another beverage. So, okay, I'll be right we'll back. pause. I'll be back. Okay. John and Phil never came back. <laughs>